Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about today is the comfort zone. And I know a lot of people out there hear it all the time. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. I talked about it in my book, Tears of Transformation. But sometimes I just think people just here and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I need to live outside of my comfort zone when in reality, they're still living in a space that is comfortable, but not good for them. Do you hear what I'm saying? And what I say about that is some people might be like, oh, I am living outside of my comfort zone at work. You know, I have this really, you know, tough, um, this really tough project that I have to work on and um, I'm doing the best that I can do. But let me ask you a question. Is that really uncomfortable or is that challenging? Because there's a difference between living in an uncomfortable space and being challenged, right? A challenge is something that you know you can go for. A challenge is something that you have gathered tools and information and education to push yourself to the next level of who you are, knowing that if you actually utilize those tools, you're going to actually overcome the challenge. And even if it gets hard, you can still dip in that toolbox and be like, okay, I have the wrench, I have the hammer, I have some nuts and bolts, and I'm able to make this happen, even though it's tough. Uncomfortable, living in an uncomfortable zone has a lot to do with emotions. And here's what I'm saying. How many of you out there have had a really hard time getting out of a relationship? How many of you out there have had a really hard time leaving a job because you are close to the boss or leaving a job because you're afraid you're not going to be able to make money, right? That's what I'm saying. There's a difference between a challenge and getting uncomfortable. Let's talk about relationships right now because I know a lot of people out there are in these relationships and they sitting up here being like, but he's going to be like that, but she's going to be like that, but they're going to be like this and we're going to get to this place. But let me ask you a question. I'm all for positive thinking. I'm all for looking at the glass half full. But my question to you is, is you're talking about gonna, will, if, is your futuristic talk filled with hope? Is your futuristic talk filled with hope that also that's also backed by facts that you know you are working on getting to this place and this person is actually doing the best that they can do to not only get themselves to the next level of who they are, but actually bring you along with them as you work as a unit? Or is your talk of is your futuristic talk full of well, they have yet to prove anything that they're working on themselves. They have yet to change the way that they treat me. They have yet to change to change the way that they treat my family. But you know, but it's going to happen. 
right? Like, do you actually think that you belong in this relationship? And think about it. Like, it might be a relationship for with a spouse. It might be a relationship with a boss. It might be a relationship with a friend. Think about that. Is, is we, is the quote, we are going to be good based on things that you're doing to make the situation good? Or are you saying we are going to be good because it's filled with a hope and a dream? And we, let me tell you what we know. Mm. We all know that when you're dreaming, it's in a subconscious mind. And, and the most important thing is it's just not real. Think about it. Have all of you woken up from a, a nightmare being like, thank you, Jesus, that wasn't real. Like, whoo, because I was being chased by a monster or I lost all my money or, you know, somebody broke up with you and you have this deep emotional feeling, but it ended up being a dream. A dream. So now when you wake up, you're like, oh, I'm so happy that was a dream. That was cool. This is my reality. I'm actually okay. Is you going into, is you going into an uncomfortable space filled with fear because you, you don't have the tools to actually make that happen, right? Because like I said before, the challenge is that I have the tools. The uncomfort is that I don't really have the tools they might be somewhere deep, 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 deep in there. They might be somewhere deep in there. But I'm afraid to actually trust myself. Because if you're afraid to get out of a relationship or afraid to leave a job because of money or afraid, afraid to tell a friend how you feel and that they may not be able to be your friend anymore, right? Then most likely, most likely they haven't been treating you well in the first place and so you have to take that fear and change it into the tool because the thing is like you know we say fear is false evidence appearing real right let's think about that fear is false evidence appearing real well let's flip the script for just one second what if what if the uncomfort zone that you are really scared of if you actually if you actually change the fear into thoughts of what could be because you want to work so hard to get there. The uncomfort zone looks just a little bit less daunting. It looks a little bit less frightening because you're saying, I can do this. And instead of thinking like, this is going to be bad, I'm going to go broke, I'm going to be lonely, you know, this, that, and the third. Now you can actually say, you know what? The feeling, the risk is worth the reward over there. The risk of not having to come home to someone who doesn't speak to me, doesn't give me a kiss, is not affectionate with me. The risk of not having to go into work where you're feeling disrespected, the boss doesn't hear you, coworkers are treating you badly. The fear of, of the friend who is constantly gossiping about you when you're not there, who's jealous of you, who cancels on your dates and appointments who have just been treating you bad, right? These things can be left in the wayside because this, a lot of people are living in the comfort of discomfort. Now, if you think, if you change that fear mindset to be like, you know what? All of this over here is I'm in such a negative space. Like it's so negative 
and I'm no longer going to be comfortable here, if I can actually go over there and say, I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be hard. I know things are going to be challenging. Challenging, right? If you can say that and say, but I want to be better. Because going in an uncomfortable space, uh, uncomfortable space is about making yourself better. These fears that you have, right? If you're talking about negative fears over there, of course, like your brain is going to be like, boom, 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 boom. It's going to be negative. You're digging a hole for yourself. But if you change that to say, I can do this and you make things challenging, let's get into that part. Let's make things challenging. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break up in this relationship and now my finances are going to be different and I'm not going to have anybody to hug me at night. Okay, great. The tools that I do have, I have this much experience in work. I can work overtime. And the other thing is I'm not going to be emotionally drained. I'm going to be emotionally fulfilled because I will be controlling my own emotion. Why stay in a relationship where someone's constantly draining your emotion and you're not getting anything back? And then you're just going to sit here because it feels comfortable. Listen, I got some news for you. Not only is getting out of your comfort zone the most important, or getting into a comfort zone, I should say, getting out of this negative space and going into a comfortable zone, uncomfortable zone, so important. The other most important thing you have and your most important commodity is time, people. Your most important commodity is time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Let me break it down for you like this. Some people are really good at their job. They're like, I'm really good at my job. You know, I feel really great there. It's really awesome. You know, like it's worth my time. I'm making money. And I'm like, exactly. Like, this is great. So think about it. It, it, Work should be only tops 15% emotional. Like you should only go into work being 15% emotional. If 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 85% of your job is based on facts, based on logic, based on skill, you should be pretty good to go, right? Like it's 85, 15. Now let's flip that over, right? Let's flip that over real quick. Let's talk about relationships in time in most in a lot of relationships In relationships in time. It flips because relationships are 85 percent emotional and 15 percent factual based, 15 percent like, you know, logical. Right. Because when you love somebody or you're friends with somebody, it's emotional and your job, you're like, I have these skills. This is logical. Like these are based on the facts. The numbers don't lie. Which one? is easier, and I put it in air quotes, ER, which one is easier to actually maximize your time with? 
which one is easier to maximize your time with. Let's think about that, right? If things are factual and logical, it's much easier for you to say, I spend this much time doing this, I spend this much time doing this, this is how much money is coming out of it, and here are the facts, and so I'm maximizing my time. And I can create a to-do list, and I'm boom, 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 I'm good to go. Now, when it comes to relationships, now, hear me out. These things could totally flip over on each other. I'm just using this as an example. When it comes to the relationship that I'm talking about, it's fully emotional. Sometimes you could be digging deep in a negative space. And we all know when you go into a negative space, it's extremely hard to crawl your way out of it, right? But if you're in an emotionally positive space, you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'm good. I got this. I feel great. I can be productive. Also, in that, in that relationship, the 85% emotional, 15% logic, there are times where it's like, okay, like we have to pay our bills. We might agree to give each other a kiss at night. This is what we have to do with the kids. Like this is the schedule. Like these are, focus, these are things that are focused on time. And it's like, okay, I can maximize my time here. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people that can flip around. For me, for instance, and I say this, and we had to get here through our own individual therapy, but Scott and I, like our relationship is, it is like, our relationship is so maximized with time. Like it's just so great because we even think about like our most valuable commodity is time. So what do we have to do? We're like, okay, the boys have a schedule. Uh, we have, which is filled with lots and lots of emotion, but the boys have a schedule. We know what time they're going to eat. We know what time the babysitters get here, what time they leave, what time they nap, what time they go to sleep, what time they wake up, what we're going to do when they wake up. That way, because it's highly emotional and emotionally driven, we say, let's try to maximize this time by knowing exactly what's going to happen. And you don't really know what's going to happen with kids, but most of the time we know what's going to happen. If it's a bad day where they get sick, of course, like, you then have to like dig deep and like, okay, I need to maximize my time in here. I have to pick this up. This is the time I have to take the medicine. Boom, boom, boom. It, it sounds really difficult and tough, but if you think about how can I maximize the time, then that relationship can be great. So I'm going to flip these. Let's take a loving relationship, right? It can be highly emotional, but guess what happens if you actually maximize the time in a relationship? Me and Scott have a rule. After 6 p.m., well, now after 5 p.m., we're not working, right? After 5 p.m., we're like, we're spending time with the boys for the next two hours. We're maximizing our time. The boys go to sleep. You know, we have, all, we have dinner already ready for us, so we can sit down. We can talk. We can maximize our time watching shows that we like. We can maximize our time being intimate. We can maximize our time. Like, we even had to get to a point where it's like, okay, who's going to take out the trash? Who's going to do the dishes? We make sure the house is clean before we, as soon as we come down from putting the boys to bed. That way, our time is filled with, we're maximizing our time because that's our most valuable commodity. We don't want life to run away from us just because it's like, we got to clean this. We got to do this. Oh my gosh. And now we're not being intimate. We're not being able to sit down on the couch together. We're not being able to just have that time when the boys are asleep, right? Let's take your job. Let's flip the job on the head. If you're walking into work, and you're stressed and you're like, I don't like this. And somebody's disrespecting you and you want a raise, but you're not getting a raise. And your job and your boss is not giving you the time that you need because they're busy and you're just going to work. And it's 85% of you dealing with emotions. And you're like, I can't get through this. Guess what? 
You're 85% emotional and you're 15% logical and that 15% is not going to drive you to get that raise. So now, if you're in a job where you're like, I'm not fulfilled by this, like this is not even fulfilling my emotion even if I'm in an emotional state, why then would you be scared and have fear to go to a place where you already know you're already working hard by trying to dig yourself out? Why not? motivate yourself to work hard, to get uncomfortable, to put, to dig yourself into a greater space because now you have the commodity of time and you know it's extremely important. Listen, I'm going for it right now. I really hope that I make sense to you guys, but I think a lot of people out there, including my past self and maybe even struggle a little bit sometimes and I have to go back to my own rules and laws for myself a lot of people do not move forward in their life because they are fearful of something that doesn't even exist because it's a dream because every fear that's on the other side of the wall of the uncomfort zone is every single thing to do with the dream that you can wake up from because it's not real and the joy And the joy of combining time and the joy of combining uncomfort takes you to a place that you can create the existence that you actually want to create. You can be the thing and the things that you want to create. You can create the people around you that you want to create. Let's talk about families, for instance. How many people out there, you know, the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up. You know, I got to raise my hand too. And before I even ask you the question, you know, actually I'm not like this much anymore, but like, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to peek my hand up. How many of you out there are like, I'm dreading this because of this person in my family or that person in my family or this person in my family, right? I'm going to go to this, to this holiday party at the family and it's going to be draining, right? You're going into a space that's emotional, right? So now you have to choose to go into a space that's emotional. That's not going to maximize your time. It's going to drain your energy. Number one, you don't want to go. And then you're not going to be able to wait to leave. You can't wait to leave. So now what kind of window of time do you have to actually enjoy this life? And what can you do before you walk into that situation to make it better? Now, a lot of people have family issues and they, it's like, we're going to go in and nobody's going to say anything. Excuse my language. Bleep this if you have car, uh, kids in the car. Skip 10 seconds, but fuck what you heard. Like, so for me, I'm literally like, listen, if I know there's an issue before we walk in this, I'm not going into an issue. I'm not going into uh, my, my holiday party with my family, knowing that there's issues, knowing that somebody's going to fuck it up. And the only reason somebody's going to fuck it up is because somebody or some bodies are afraid to go in the uncomfort zone of confronting someone so that we can get to the bottom of this before we can fellowship. Going and confronting somebody before you even go into the situation, that's actually maximizing your time to say, you know what, I'm going to dedicate this time to be productive, to make this situation better so that when we go into the family environment, we are living, people. When we go into the family environment, we're living, we can have fun. And while, you know, the scars may not be 100% healed, the thing that has happened is that the scars have been addressed. And the moment you address the scars, you can start singing, the scars of your beautiful, right? 
Because the moment you address situations that most people are afraid to address is the moment they start to get better. It's the moment that that, com that uncomfort zone starts to be chipped away. So now if there's a huge wall up in that uncomfort zone and you start to chip it away, you start to see the light. You can start to focus and create and inspire what it is that you want out of your life. Break down the wall, people. Break down the wall. Because let me tell you something. The bridge of emotion is real. The bridge of emotion is real. But you have to maximize your time getting over it. Develop the tools that you need to make the uncomfort zone more of a challenge than a barrier. Because a barrier, you got to go get a bulldozer. You got to get a digger. You got to hire a contractor. When it's a challenge, you can say, okay, these are the tools that I have or these are the tools that I gain and maybe you need to gain some more tools before you get there, like go to therapy or whatever the case may be. Get, I can gain the tools so that this becomes a challenge and that I can start to see the light on the other side of that wall of uncomfort. Here's what I know. What I know is that I trust and believe that you can do it. The other thing that I know is if you just understand that your fears of the fears of you being afraid to move forward in your life is just a dream that you can wake up from and now you can create the reality then you can open your eyes and know that the reality is real and know that the reality is you and most importantly, you control it. And mostly, most, and most, and most importantly, you can maximize the time in your life. We don't have much. Yeah, we have a lot. You know, some people say that, you know, my friend Dave Asprey says he's going to live to be like 175, right? But no matter how short or how long your time is, maximize your time with greatness so that, so that, you can live your best life and always trust and believe in who you are. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.